Welcome to another GNA podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and we talk about shit. Possibly shit on company time. Who knows? So tonight, who the hell's joining us tonight? I've been pre-grading too much. We got Blue Shark, we got Zyberblood, we got Microbrew, we got D. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing great. Yeah, yeah. Doing all right. How's your week been treating well, I uh, spent two days out in the sun in South Carolina at the beginning of my week. Um, so I came uh, back to the hotel or, well, last night I came home, just soaked in sweat. But uh, really it's a nice learning you. experience. Oh, soaked in sweat. What was her name? <laughs> I giggity, wish. Giggity. <laughs> what about you, D-Man? How was, uh, how's your weekend? How's your week been treating you? Not too bad, you know, just uh, been trying to get some stuff done, you know, cleaned up a little bit in the house. Yeah, we, past weekend we redid the uh, living room a little bit, so I just came cleaning up after that and just trying to organize some stuff, so, you know, nothing major. Nice. What about you, Zyberblood? I was doing pretty good. I had today off, ran, running around, doing errands, getting sized up for our tux. And fucking rub in that day off, you dick. <laughs> hey, it, it was it was a day off, but I had stuff to do, so it was kind of like work, but I didn't get paid for it. Ah, uh, all right. Well, I have been uh, I have been dicking around Georgia again. Oh my god! I'm on a uh, I'm on a marine Jeez. base this time around. So Georgia must Ooh, be uh, tight for you keep uh, dicking around on it. Yeah, it's it's well actually it's pretty loose. It's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> I have to say, hey, hey, uh, do they routinely run out of crayons on that marine base? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, maybe. I mean, I, I haven't eaten them all. If you haven't, the Marines might have. <laughs> so, what's everybody drinking tonight? Blue Shark. What are you? Uh, what are you drinking tonight? Are you drinking tonight? I am drinking tonight. Um, anybody want to take a wild guess at what I'm drinking tonight? Motherfucker! <laughs> Y'all are wrong. <laughs> Wine. Blue Moon or wine? Nope, you're wrong again. Oh, Miller Lite because he's poor. He's outside the box. Then. Oh, fuck that! I would never stoop to buying Miller Lite. <laughs> All right, Paps. It, fuck no. Denny. <laughs> nope. It's a uh, Saltwater Brewery's uh, Milk Stout. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's uh, it's got that nice kind of like dark taste to it like uh, eating a piece of uh, 60% cocoa dark chocolate and it's oh, got nice. that smooth finish cacao. blue sugar that likes the dark chocolate yeah and that cacao. once you go black you never go back but then I go back to drinking blue moon so that disproves your theory well fine just be that guy just, just be that guy <laughs> I'm an engineer I've got to argue Zabula, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a Browns Burst. It is a uh, citrus IPA. Um, it has uh, hints. Well, it's brewed with Valencia orange. Um, so it gives it that nice hint of uh, citru- uh, citrus. I've been drinking a few of them. They're 20 ounce cans. So, yeah. Nice. Anyways, but yeah, it, it's actually really nice. It doesn't really taste like IPA anymore with the orange until you burp. Then you get all IPA. Oh, so it's a it's a it's a sleeper. Yes. Nice. Yes. Uh what are you uh what are you drinking there, D? 
Well, I'm actually drinking a Wachusett Blueberry Ale. Because <clears throat> oh, uh, nice. we had a cookout, and I bought a crap ton of it, and I still have a shit ton of my uh, fridge to finish oh, up. Wow. So, Is that a metric <laughs> shit ton? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I believe in science, <laughs> so I like to use the metric shit ton. Yeah, metric size. Well, damn. We got a... We got a, a, a milk stout, an IPA, and a blueberry. I mean, shit, what I'm drinking is uh, seems pretty shitty in comparison. Well, actually, no. What I'm drinking is actually pretty fucking good in, in comparison because I'm drinking rum. I've been pre-graining uh, for about the past hour and a half with Caruso rum. You guys remember the organic right. spice rum I had? Uh, that was a great Minus answer, rum. David. Yes. Yeah, so my I told my wife because she came down and visited me over the weekend. I said, uh, hey, bring some rum. And she's like, do you care what rum? And I said, no, no, just just, just bring some rum. So I guess she saw that I had, like, a shot of this Caruso rum sitting on the floor. So she made the natural assumption that it was good because I drank a lot of it. So she bought me a bottle of it. And it's amazing. It really is good. It's, it's a mixer rum all the way. I didn't bother drinking this straight this time around because it really is. It's just a mixing rum. This goes great with, it, it went great with Diet Coke. Uh, I had it with some tea, and it went really, really well with tea. Mm. Um, I th- think, I don't know. Because if you're going to pound down the empty calories of alcohol, at least think about your waistline, Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, just, I, it's, actually, it's, it's actually the aspartame taste that, uh, that really brings it out for me. I like to know that I'm going to get cancer from what I'm drinking. I know, you know. I want to get more uh, benefits than just fat. I'd, I want to get like some tumor. I don't worry tumor. about like the the um, liver effects the aspartame give out than uh, cancer. Okay, I mean, you're drinking something that does liver failure in large quantities with a chemical that's known for liver toxicity. Well, well with me, uh, the cancers. Uh, the only reason I don't have cancer is they don't know which one to go first. <laughs> I'm safe for now. Yeah, the the way the way only thing I can say to that is twice as bright, half as long. Yeah, so, double down, why not? Yeah, I mean if 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 I'm if my if my liver's gonna die, it's it's gonna fail disastrously, spectacularly. It's not just Movie gonna quote. it's not just gonna slowly move away. It's just gonna all of a sudden burst into flame and come spewing out of me like an alien from the movie Aliens. It's time for a movie quote. It's better to burn out than to fade away. Oh, Highlander. Yeah, Highlander. <laughs> Dude, yeah. now that is a game that has got to come back. That is a game. That, well, that's a game that's got to have a proper game set to it. Because, man, the last game that they that they had for Highlander, I think, was for the Atari Jaguar. And it just was nowhere near what it should have been. Like, we need a good Highlander game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, with the graphics that we could pull now, like the cutting off someone's head after a duel it'd have to be a pvp open world kind of thing though dude vr could you imagine oh, yeah. highlander vr dude, holy shit just no highlander larp because well <laughs> yeah that's real quick yeah, yeah that's that, a little funky yeah that that might uh that might not end so well but dude highlander <laughs> vr all of a sudden, you, you've got the point of view of your own head getting cut off. Like somebody slices your head off and your head rolls around the ground. That would Talk be that would be that would be a hell of a freaking yeah. That would fuck me up. You'd have to yeah. have the ability to have like a, a um, freaking second chance, like in a, a Shadow of Mordor, 
where you can uh, angle the cursor to get that back in life kind of thing or you die, you should be able to like do some kind of combination around like the head area and like a sewing action. <laughs> okay, th- this this really just sounds like we're sewing foreskin back on now. That's the only thing I've gotten out of that. The head area you know, the sewing. Whole thing. You know, sewing your whole head back on. Well, he didn't sew his whole head back on. He just got his neck. He kind of like turned into a Pez dispenser. If it was fully, he would have been toast, but no, just Pez dispenser. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, if it's a <clears throat> shitty shot, you should get that, like, once over kind of thing. Dude, there's so many different ways that you could go with a Highlander game. I mean, there's just way too many ways you could go. You could go, you could go MMO. You could go something like Assassin's Creed or Shadows of Mordor style. You could go full on RPG if you really wanted to. I mean, shit, you could probably you could even go turn based with that, and it would still be fun to play. Yeah, it'd be neat. But yeah, we got we gotta we gotta find somebody to make a Highlander game because that really that that's a that's an IP that has not been properly touched. I mean, especially with like Highlander two, that was more like the that was more like your stepsister's dad touching you. <laughs> I just like, that just was wrong. <laughs> we we need a good proper. Oh, need, oh like, it's wrong! It's wrong. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wrong. It's wrong. You should not. You should not relish that. At least you shouldn't get a a raging boner from that. Maybe a semi, but not a raging one. But yeah, that's uh, that would be some really cool fucking mechanics in that game, though. I mean, you man, think about raging boner, Hulk smash, <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Dude, he could probably break bricks with that. He could probably go up against, like, kung fu artists smashing ice blocks. Oh, man. Fucking mushroom tap Hulk style. Oh. Or, or that angry stripper that whooped my ass. Oh, that's so wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Or that angry stripper with the... Your head explodes. Yeah. yeah the de- Look at de- all these dead bodies with mushroom stamps. Hulk smash. Hulk stamp. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Oh, downhill, downhill, yeah, off track. Yeah, we definitely, we definitely squirreled that one. But uh, oh, is is that a Goomba in the co- concrete? <laughs> Who likes Mario? Oh God! <laughs> a fucking green Goomba. Yeah, jump on that one. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh. Hey, Princess Peach. <laughs> what oh. up, mushrooms? <laughs> oh God, we are so wrong. We are going to hell. Like. This is a do not pass go. This is a this this doesn't bode well. How oh, we didn't pass go well a long long time ago. <laughs> so back on track. Let's get back to some game mechanics here. So one of the one of the things that uh, we were talking about. My audacity just trashed. So oh no! Bad. You need to start it back up. Yeah. yeah. Give me just a second. All right, I'm marking Let twelve minutes. I'm marking twelve minutes for me to edit this later. Yeah, mine just completely hosed up. And every time I started it back up, it would just start <coughs> playing my voice from the beginning. There we go. So, and... do we need to re-record everything all over again? Nope, nope. Oh, God, no. I, sa- I saved it. I'm just, we're just going to patch that. I saved yeah, it. Yeah, I can, I can, I can edit that. Again. We're good. I just yeah. had 12 right. minutes at it. Okay, start back in the mushroom stamp in three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one of the things we were talking about uh, earlier in the week were games that had crazy mechanics in it just crazy interesting mechanics that uh that were fun mechanics 
games that came up that uh, I, I hold near and dear to my heart. One of my favorite PlayStation One games, and it came out for PlayStation Two as well, was Monster Ranch. You guys ever play that? You guys remember that? Oh yeah, I, I remember going. Never around. played it. Still have, still have my first two, and the wife and I still play it. Okay, still had them. Okay, so Blue Shark, I got, I got to tell you, I got to tell you about Monster Rancher, and uh, I'm going to try to get this out as coherently as possible because I'm very, very pre-grained at the moment. So Monster Rancher was a game. It was, it was one of the early, um, like I don't want to say sim games, but it was the early like, like birth to birth to death games. I guess I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but you basically you started off, you had a monster, and you trained it, you know, you got its stats up, and then you sent it to tournaments, and it would win tournaments or, or lose tournaments, and you would get different things, you know, different rewards, and you would work your way up to the different tournaments, to so the better tournaments, and at the end of it, you know, your monster would die, or you would combine that monster with another monster, or whatever it may be, but you got monsters by putting in CDs, or, well, at, at the time it was CDs, when I went to PlayStation 2, it was DVDs as well. But you would take CDs and you would put them into the game console and it would read the track information and it would spit out a monster. So each CD would give you a different monster. Now, now some CDs would give you the same monster, but they'd have just slightly different stats. So every CD that you had would give you something a little bit different each time. Um, and then there were some just, special CDs. Just be CDs. careful what you name it. Oh, yeah. Just be careful what you name it because even if it had super-duper-duper yeah. duper stats... If you named it D, it, you'd be like, "Oh wow, this thing's gonna rock! It has better stats than any monster I've ever seen. Let's let's battle it!" And if you named it D, it'll lick its own eyebrows the entire fucking time. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's actually exactly <laughs> what happened. Much. We got this one monster. It was uh, it was like a giant eyeball that had like this weird bouncy tail thing, and it just had this oh, huge the, tongue. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And you also named a dinosaur thing too. Well, I literally, well, the, the but the first one was the eyeball thing, and literally, it was the best stats I had ever gotten. I had mutated it with something else, and and I just gotten this awesome monster. I'm like, holy shit, this thing is gonna go straight to S class. This is gonna be awesome. I put it in, I trained it, I got it loyal, the whole nine yards, and every fight I put it in, it just sat there and licked its own eyeball. That's all it did. That's that's really bad. Because he named it D. I did. I named it D, and all it did, it was the laziest fucking monster I have ever had to date. Like, Not the laziest monster. Life. <laughs> oh, that was cruel. <laughs> but so yeah, so you so, could put in any kind of CD, like a music CD or whatnot. And a, a, a music CD, a video CD, a video game. Yeah, you could put another PlayStation 1 game, and it would read the track information, and it would give you. A monster and you would you know you would you would work the monster you would have them do all these different tasks to get a strength up or a speed up or whatever it may be and you would have it do all these different things and then you'd go battle it and it was a really cool mechanic because everybody well at the time everybody had cds laying around everybody had albums everybody had all these different music cds or or, or pc games sitting around and it was a yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, you'd listen to it all the time, but they just it opened up having those CDs all that much more. In fact, it was that game was the whole reason I went out and I bought the album In Excess Kick because you got a special uh, soccer monster from it. It was this weird looking soccer ball looking thing that you could only get from having In Excess Kick. 
And then we also, you, uh, from the other Tecmo games, you got some special monsters as long as you uh, beat it first. Like, yep. Oh, Tecmo's Deception gave me some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deception gave you, all the Tecmo games gave you some interesting stuff. And then you could get like Which a Deception Phoenix. was a fun game. Yeah, Deception was a fun game all, all in itself. But Deception had some really fun mechanics. But it didn't really involve yeah. anything outside of the game. It was just a really, yeah. really fun mechanic of the game. But what are some other like like Monster Rancher one and two were for PlayStation one, so they were solely CDs, and then Monster Rancher two, uh, three came out. I believe that was for PlayStation two, so that incorporated DVDs into the mix. Yeah, three and four did came out on the PS two. Yeah, so that incorporated uh, you know, and as they progressively got better, you know, the graphics got better, and they had a little bit more to them, but they were really still just the base game of you get a monster, you raise it. And you fight it, and then it dies, or you breed it with another monster. And they incorporated some of the uh, some of the excavations in later games, where you would take your monster and and run through different uh, different areas. I forget what they would be, but they'd be different areas, and they would search for items and shit like that. But it was it was a fun mechanic for a fun game. You know, it was simplistic. It was uh, it wasn't easy by any means. I mean, once you got the hang of it, it was easy, but it wasn't easy right off the bat. Um, I mean, shit, I we killed quite a few hours in that. Yeah, and I killed more monsters than I can count on that game because I killed them. I mean, I, I'd overwork them and then they just all of a sudden get sick and die or they'd run away. Oh, Man. God. Video that was my, Pito, my problem. Video game Peter would have had a problem with us. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to work. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I used to work the monsters to death. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you had to worry about those kind of mechanics. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was fun. It was, uh, was kind of like a giant Tamagotchi pet. I mean, that's really what it turned out to be. It was just like a Tamagotchi pet from hell. Those things were so annoying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were, but this game kind of made that annoyingness fun. I used to have the Pikachu Tamagotchi. So what are some some other games that... uh, I mean, I know there's plenty of other games out there. Yeah, uh, Kirby's Tilt and Tumble is one. So what was I don't think I ever played Kirby Tilt and Tumble. Um, What was the mechanics behind that? Tilt and Tumble, uh, when you plug the game into the Game Boy... There were actually sensors in it. In the in cartridge. The game, yeah, in the cartridge. Uh, to where it would read how you tilt it. Kind of like how our controllers now, um, ever since, what, the PS3? It was uh, almost X- pinball-like. Yeah. Um, was this a, so this was a handheld game you're talking right, about? Right, it was yeah. a handheld. Okay. Before, like, handhelds got that uh, motion-sensing kind of thing. Um yeah, I actually got the game uh, the last time I was out in uh, Massachusetts visiting uh, D. We went to uh, um, what was it that that's entertainment. Yep. In fact, yeah. I just went there not too long ago and I picked up a copy myself. They got another one in. <laughs> nice. But yeah, it was pretty neat for like that technology inside the cartridge to where it would read how you tilted the um, the system. That's pretty. But when did that come out? Because I know Monster um, Rancher came out. Uh, God, that was early. Came out. Till, it, came, it came out August twenty third, two thousand. Okay, All right. Well, that's still pretty badass for two thousand. Because I mean, it right. It was at the height of the Game Boy Color. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic for the time. Though, if anyone is to play it, I recommend playing it on um, something that's backlit, like the uh, Advance. <laughs> Or modding a Game Boy? Yeah, that too. Or or the modded Game Boys I have a ton of now. <laughs> well, I Have Judgment was for the PlayStation, wasn't it? 
PS3, yep. My wife and I had that, and it actually kind of faded to obscurity, which is unfortunate. But it basically it used the PlayStation 3's PlayStation Eye, which is basically like the camera at the time. And it was uh, it came out in October 2007. And it was a turn-based, like, a card battle game. Basically, you were, like, playing card, like a card game, like, kind of like a, a Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, that type of thing. Except the cool thing was is the camera's PlayStation Eye would read the card and see the cards on the map and bring them to life in 3D on the screen. So you could actually see the monsters standing up, and it was pretty neat. Um, and you could play it online and everything else against other people, but it never really, it, it, it kind of flared up a little bit and then just petered out, but it was, it was really neat mechanic where you could look at it, it's supposed to be like the early beginnings of more of a virtual immersion. It's like, ooh, the monsters are there on the screen. It's kind of neat. So it was like an early um, augmented reality game. It was, yeah. It really was. I mean, they were trying to start getting towards that way. Huh. So I, I liked it. It was collectible. You could also collect more cards, buy more cards for it as more came out and and uh, strengthen your deck, you know, basically kind of like a lot of other card building games or card collecting games. Well, hey, if you're, neat. if you're if you're going to go into a strip club, you want to make sure you have a strong deck. I mean, you know, I don't like a pole. Oh, God. <laughs> like that like that Pokemon, the giant tongue. Childhood ruined. Yep. <laughs> yep. Perspective. Childhood ruined continuously in GNA Discord chat. Oh, yeah. And actually, I, I have another. It's actually a couple of them. There's actually a series of them. <clears throat> and on the Game Boy Advance, and this came out in 2000, September 2003. Does anybody remember uh, Baktai? I think I'm pronouncing it. Probably butchered. I vaguely remember it. B o k t t a i. The Never. sun is in your hand. No. It was an art. It was. Yes, a, it was. Yes, a, yes, it I was remember. an action RPG. Yep, it used the sun. It used the sun. There were some solar yeah. sensors in the cartridge, yeah. so it had like a clearish top that would uh, see the sun, amount of sunlight. Oh, yeah. What it was mm-hmm. is that you were this fun game. It was basically it was an action RPG where you had a little uh, like a little gun that basically was a uh, was a solar gun, Gundel Soul. And you were fighting vampires and undead, and you didn't want to tackle with them at night. But what it was during the day, you know, they were weakened. You could get them down, and then you could use, like, say, this powerful shot to finish off the immortal bosses, uh, if, as long as the sun was out. And how powerful yeah. your shot depended on how much sunlight it was getting, like how bright it was out. Yeah, and another thing with it is, don't try to use a flashlight. Because uh, yeah, there's there's a region timer in. in the beginning of the game. You did you had to put out your you had to put out the time into it, the system time, and you had to put your region, so basically like your time zone. So oh, it, it could tell if you're trying to cheat. So it was really neat. And if you if it was during the right time of day and it got hit with a lot of sunlight, you could like zap the crap out of those vampires. Huh? Yeah, it was it was pretty neat. And there was two of them that came out on the uh, yeah advance at least in the United States. I mean, I know there was a whole series of them in Japan. Um. <clears throat> They came out, I think, on the DS as well in Japan, but of course they lost the whole sun sensor thing and the cool mechanic that made him such a neat game. Damn, I'm going to have to look into those, because that actually sounds like an interesting game. Yeah, they were pretty neat. That was the first handheld game before Pokemon Go came out that got gamers to go outside. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think, that's why I don't think very very many vampires got killed because a lot of gamers came outside and... (sighs) Well, yeah, they they probably yeah, melted themselves. Yeah, <laughs> they, they took equal amounts of damage. They ran outside. They looked up and they went, "Oh my God, the moon is on fire!" <laughs> Mom, I got a moon bird. <laughs> oh man, well, guys, what are some other? Uh, I'm trying to th- just think back. 
on some cool Pokemon mechanic games. Arena. GameCube. GameCube. Odama. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. What was Pokemon Arena? Or Pokemon Battle Arena. It was on the Nintendo 64. Right, you could yeah. import your monsters. From your Game Boy and Color no, games. No. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And put your, that you was a really cool monster. Yeah. I like the, another thing the with the Pokemon, though, is I liked how you could share back and forth between friends. Uh, if you had the link cable, you could trade and whatnot. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm talking about the, the console um, game. Right, right. Yeah, so, yeah, that, so you'd, share, that you'd was... share from your Game Boy over to the console and be able to battle them there. Or yep. including, yeah. including hardware. And this I remember Cecil playing a lot of, Pokemon Snap on a 64. Oh, God, I played the hell out of Pokemon Snap. Wait, that, ain't, that was extra hardware besides a controller? No, no, yeah, no. Po- po- Pokemon Snap, you were just running around. There wasn't any. There was just a controller. You were running around taking pictures yeah. and stuff. It was an on rails game. Oh, okay. Microphone too. No, I don't. Re- no, I don't remember that was having a, a microphone. Hey, you Pikachu. Uh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of Hey, you P- Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. I I don't remember Hey, you Pikachu. So what the hell is Hey, you Pikachu? Uh, hey, you Pikachu used a microphone and your controller, and you could talk to Pikachu. You say, hey, you Pikachu, Thunderbolt, and it do a Thunderbolt. But here's the flaw in that. The way that the software was developed for the game was for prepubescent uh, voice structure. So, like, adult tones, it wouldn't pick up. The only awesome. adult that I think that could still uh, play is probably our buddy Rick. Well, yeah, because he had more in common with the lead singer of Bee Gees than, than anybody. <laughs> Just not the height. No, no, not the height. Not the height at all. I still I still want to put a red cap on him and stick him in my garden. What oh, about the... Uh, yeah, well, hold on. you got to put the symbols in his hands, too. Well, that's really, yeah, either that or the long gnome. Yeah, either way. Short jokes. Way to be little people. Oh, he's... <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, that was horrible. That was absolutely horrible. I shouldn't have laughed at that. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm drinking right now out of shame. Uh, so, well, here's a question: Out of all the games that we've been talking about, um, do you think any of them really deserve or really could come back as a remaster or a remake? I think so. I Which think, ones? Uh, the uh, uh, book tie, I think that uh, could back I, for like the switch. Yeah, but I mean, you'd have to have some sort of uh, peripheral that hooked into it, like the on the USB. I mean, they have the USB exactly, port, so exactly. Yeah, we need it. Like, uh, the USB, or or it could probably, I don't know, maybe use the HDMI some way. The cam- actually, the switch has a built-in camera. That there you go. There, there you go. go. There we go. Infrared sensor right there. Yep. I know. I have judgment. They've already they've already tried to do that augmented reality thing with cards with both the DS and the Vita, and it just never really or the 3DS. Right. Sorry, it just well, never really with, took off. But they got, the, they got the toys, uh, and I don't think the cards are just quite the same with the augmented reality. I mean, you know, the Amiibos and, and, and exactly all the that's what I was about to say. Like uh, I think the, the Skylanders the and Amiibos, you know. It just I just don't think people are going to really see the same amount. I mean. Now, I think when you'll have some cool augmented reality for anything from card games to anything else will be, like, say, the Microsoft uh, – was it the Microsoft Lens? 
the HoloLens, Microsoft's HoloLens, where basically you see everything, but it's overlaid with augmented reality. It's a headset. Oh, that was like Google Goggles. Um, actually, it's a little bit more immersive than the um, than Google's um, uh, what you want to call it, whatever the heck it was. The well, Google Goggles. Well, the Google Goggles were still that, way early. I mean, there's yeah, a lot of potential uh, there. No, but this is like a full. Uh, this lens is like a full. It's like a full set of glasses that you wear. And everywhere you look, you can have like stuff overlaid. You, you see your couch, but then you can see, like, say, uh, Captain There's Falcon sitting there on the couch with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you well, just, well that was that was like with Google goggles where they had um, Google where they had glass. Wa- that was it. yeah, Google Glass. That was it. That's it. I kept calling it Google goggles. What the hell was I calling Google goggles? <laughs> Maybe because I'm drunk. drunk. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm gonna blame drunk. Yeah, but uh, Google, Google Glass. That was uh, yeah. Well, that's the whole show. People <laughs> getting drunk and talking about shit. Have you ever put it on? You know, I had a guy, I, I had a guy that I met that said he had them, but every time I pressed him and said, "Hey, can I check him out?" he was always really evasive. So I think he was just fucking with me. Actually, I get to check it out. In fact, I knew two people that had them. Were they cool? Hey, you know them? Oh yeah, dude! I met him when you. Josh. Yeah, dude! I know them. Yep, they have Google Glass, and I got to try it. They basically beam on one eye, but it's not as immersive as the Microsoft Hololens. Yeah, but I mean, Google Glass was still—I mean, it was super it was early. Really revolutionary. Yeah, it was yeah. super early, but but it's still pretty cool. But you could like think, you could like pull up directions on that shit, and it would show you arrows on where to go. You could take pictures. You record what you're seeing. Yeah, I mean, that could get real. That could get really, really awkward. But you, you know, you were taking well, a except, dump. Except, yeah, it's a bit. the thing is, yeah, you'd have to. They, well, you have to actually they, say, give it a voice command, and you can see the red light going. I saw a thing on YouTube that uh, showed the glass doing like a, a live action kind of RPG thing where like you look at people and it would like say, okay, this person is representative of like an orc or some shit like that. But compared compared <laughs> to like Microsoft's HoloLens, it's like, it's like VR versus, you know, you're wearing the little uh, the little unit from Dragon Ball Z, taking a look at their power level. He's <laughs> over nine thousand. Pretty much, that's what it reminded me of. Well, the the, the Microsoft HoloLens, <laughs> although it's it's obviously a lot newer than Google's Glass, so it's yeah, you know, much you know, you got better technology. But well, I was checking to look some of the some of the um, the videos from that and some of the stuff like that. And it just looks that could make any of those immersive games just fantastic. I mean, that, I think there's a lot of games that, with that type of technology, could really make a comeback as far as immersive games. Well, uh, speaking of games, like table technology, even when you get to things like uh, the um, play table, where yeah. you could use uh, like little sensors and have them representative of like figures. Microsoft actually had a, a, a prototypes that was given to business partners. Uh, for tables that really you you stick your beer down, it could tell you all the information from your beer. Yeah, yeah, it was actually pretty neat. Microsoft's doing a lot of cool stuff. So I think for game uh, functionality, I think a lot of the stuff that had some unique uh, game mechanics can really make a comeback in the near future. Whether it be uh, Boktai, I'm probably butchering it. Um, I mean, a- any game with like collectible stuff, you know, like yeah, anything from like amiibos to Anything like an Eye of Judgment, I mean, you probably could add that to, like, almost any game. Yeah, now, the only thing that I, I can I, I can honestly, even though I love the game, I don't think it would be very good as a comeback would be the Monster Rancher series. I don't I mean, know. The, I, the mechanic on it I, was really fun. You know, you could get different uh, different monsters from different CDs. But I just, 
you know, I, I like the game itself. So if they had the game come back, I think I would play that. But I just don't think that mechanic would translate because there's just there's well, not a lot of CDs. Well, it kind of like already did in a sense. I mean, with digital media, like yeah, with I mean, games such as you can read like the size Hazard. of the hard drive, how much you use. It could use other mechanics than CDs. But it could use something similar. Yeah, USBs. Yeah, but, um, types of games you have downloaded and, and media yeah, that you've downloaded. Yeah, Hazard system, use like your MP3 file. Yeah, but I, I, I just I think it would be a tougher sell. I mean, everybody had a stockpile of CDs. Their parents had CDs. You know, their friends and had there, CDs. Everybody and there was had some CDs. sort of... You know, and there was, was that joy things. of, like... That was that surprise and joy and anticipation, like, oh, ooh, I got this new music CD. What monster is it going to give me? I mean, there was some of those cool, like, oh, let's pop this game in. We, we did a lot of that. That was really neat that... You had the, you, but these like, days, it's all about the MP3 <clears throat> download. So you could utilize your MP3 download... To say, yeah. hey, you know, but at what's the same this time, how would you do me? that? You might just be stuck with, you know, yeah. I, I've got this much data and this is what I get. I, but I, I can I, see what you're saying, Cecil. I, I can make an MP3. That's the thing. I mean, yeah. I can make all this other stuff now. I mean, the average Joe can just, download come on, and come make on. An MP3. Listen to this like whole perspective. Just think of the monster that the GNA podcast MP3 will get you. <laughs> True. Exactly. True. <laughs> like, I, I yeah, can see that. They could limit it to a certain type of media, so it has to be, um, it has to be music. It could be embarrassing be, Facebook photos. You know. Now that would be interesting. That would be the worst. Really the photo, the monster, the monster. Yeah. game that actually took, like the different social media things and pumped them in and made made stuff out of it. That could be interesting. Yeah. I don't know how you'd handle the data, but that that. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue how you'd handle the data, but I mean that could be an interesting mechanic out of it. Oompa Loompas, that's how you hold handle the data. Well, I, I know that I enjoyed the Monster Rancher series immensely. I played all the way up through three. I don't remember playing four, but I remember playing up through three. And I remember enjoying it immensely. I just don't, I just, I'm having trouble figuring out how you would bring that mechanic into nowadays. Just, I don't know how you'd do it. I, I don't know, but if we I, do figure I it out, remember. we should write the company. I can't yeah. remember, but did uh, Hack Sign use a special mechanic? No, no hack sign no, no. or uh, you're talking about dot hack. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. just used the whole thing like as if you're in a MMORPG. You really weren't, but it was like it treated it as if you were. But yeah, you played the game as if you were playing an MMORPG. So the whole grind and everything else that was involved. I thought it had the like a uh, uh, thing where like one through four it utilized your like save data or some shit like that. Well, it did do that, and and there were a lot of games that did that. So he coded in series. Yeah, code, I know well, Mass Effect does it um, for like the first three, I think it is. Uh, yeah, I actually, can't remember. remember the the second one used the first one save data, and the third one used the second one save data. Uh, but I mean, it goes back even farther than that. If you go back to like, what was the game called? Um, it was called Heroes Quest. No, 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 no. They renamed it. it was uh, Boulder's, Quest, the Boulder series didn't that. I don't, save Boulder, data? Yeah, I don't remember the Boulder series doing it. No. Like uh, Ice Wind? I don't think they did. I don't think they did either. No, I don't think they did. But the game uh, the game was called Quest for Glory. And it was a it was a semi-comedic game. It was by Sierra. And it used... You started Which off... Which great company. Yeah, man. I love Sierra. Sierra came out with some great games. Uh, Space Quest, King's Quest, the whole nine. I mean, there was just some really, really great games. I'd love to get Metal Jesus on here. <laughs> right? But there was a game that was called Quest for Glory. You started off in a uh, 
in a town called like Spielberg or Spiel, Spielberg or something like that. And basically everything you did in the first game, all your stats and everything, transferred over into the second game. Even your items transferred over into the second game. And even transferred over into the third game and then to the fourth game. Um, and it was actually, it was, a, it was really cool because in the first Virtual game... Virtual hoarders. Well, yeah, like in the first game you would get, you know, so many potions or whatever or so much money or whatever it may be. And if you spent a lot of time in the first game, you could build up a fairly large amount of wealth. And then you start the second game and you import your character... And depending on what you did in the first game, unlocked whether you could do some certain things in the second game. Like that's pretty cool. Like if you were a right, fighter in the first game, that's the one mechanic that I loved about some of those games that ported um, your uh, prequel or whatever you want to call it, sequel save file. When it actually did something positive instead of saying, "Oh, well, we see you played it." Okay. Well, one of the really cool mechanics that I liked out of the Quest for Glory series is that, like, you could max out your stats. So let's say you took throwing. Let's say you were a thief in the first game, and you took throwing, and you maxed out throwing, so it was at 100%. Well, when you started off the second game, you started off with throwing at 100, or at 100, not 100%, but 100. So in the second game, they maxed all the stats out to 200, and then the third game to 300, so that you still had something to gain towards, but it made it marginally different. So if you maxed out your stat in the first game at 100, you were only technically 50% of the way there when you started the second game. But that 50% was way more than 50% of the first game. It's kind of weird. But it also unlocked different things like, uh, like if you were a fighter... You could choose to go down the path of being a paladin when you fought when you found the lion dude. I forgot what the fuck his name was, but he was over at the fighters guild, and uh, you could go talk to him and you get a, a weird like flaming daggers or some shit like that. But there was some cool stuff that if you did in the first game, it unlocked it in the second game, and then that also transcended into the third game because there were certain things like uh, if you were a thief throughout the whole thing, you could get into the thieves guild in each one of the games. But if you weren't a thief, you couldn't get into the Thieves Guild. Or if you're a magic user, you could join the Magic Guild. But if you didn't use magic, you couldn't join those guilds. So it was it was really cool, the dynamic that they had of the save game and the transferred over and how it all went through. And Mass Effect, Mass Effect I loved, but Mass Effect down to the end of it, you know, in the third game, it pretty much took all of your decisions, all of your choices, and it just bundled them up into a nice shiny ball and flushed him down the toilet well one to two was good one to two was fantastic two probably hands down my favorite mass effect you know game i'm surprised that uh zabra you didn't mention because <clears throat> this is one that you had when we were younger <laughs> on the gamecube adama i remember that one yeah yeah it's basically it, it was like a giant um tactics game using pinball where you're trying to destroy the other enemy soldiers yeah yeah but but what was neat is this big, big metal ball called the Adama would wipe out everything, including your own troops, and you use the microphone to order your troops out the hell out the way, so basically you could demolish the other guys and get yours to dodge it out. So I thought that was a pretty neat mechanic, dude. Huh. Yeah, but the thing, though, is when I had Adama, I never had the freaking mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, I remember. That's why you're always pissed, because you always lost just as many troops as that other guy. <laughs> I got it secondhand... But never had the mic. 
Oh, that reminds me of like, um, oh shit, we forgot some of the major ones, dude. Like, uh, like Skylanders and Lego yeah. Dimensions. Yep. I, uh, I actually will admit I have a metric shit ton of uh, Skylanders. Oh, dude, I, I have at least a metric shit ton of Skylanders. Cause my, my, Same here. My and kids Lego Dimensions. Them. And yep. she just got me into the collecting bug, so now like I'm looking yeah. for them going, oh, man, I can get that one. Yeah, Cecil, you should see you should see the kratom that we have, and that's a fun mechanic because it was cool because they had little RF chips in them that remembered shit. Yep. So if I brought and my what, Skylander over to your house and we put it on your game, it would still remember right. the level that my character was at. Exactly. So that was I really badass. That I being really able to switch, that. that being able to switch characters and their complete game style powers, and also unlocking depending which element they were depends on what, what areas in a level you can unlock too. I mean, that was a really yeah. cool mechanic. Yeah, being able to switch it on the fly was really, really cool. Like, you know, let me just knock him off and stick this one down. I, you know, mid piss, you know. And the cool part was is that if for some reason you were playing with a character and that character died, you just grabbed another one, threw it on the pedestal, and you were ready to go. Again. So it never really exactly. ended the game on you. It just it kept going. It was a good mechanic, especially for kids trying to get into a game. You know yeah. that whole permadeath thing. Well, you know, oh, I fucking died. So well, it's also but, another. But it was geared towards kids too. Another thing with the like individual pieces, it was like okay, you're in a, a RPG uh, kind of setting, leveling up all these characters and you, and being able to change them out on the fly, check, choose their powers within their pla- set. It was a platform with RPG and yeah. uh, elements along with collecting. Hold on, back up a second for hold on, hold on. That that game was geared towards kids. Supposed to be, <laughs> but you know, I, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I'm still it's a like Toys R Us kid, so yeah. Added adult entertainment. Shit, I was I I took that one hook, line, and sinker. Damn it. Same here. I mean, I fell in. I the thing that got me is Lava Hound. That's one of my favorite pieces because it makes me think of a Boston Terrier. I love Boston Terriers. <laughs> That's what sucked me in. <laughs> very nice. Very very nice. Already well, I like the little skeleton guys. I think we've kicked off to the uh, the portion of the show where we've actually got to answer some questions from the community. Nice. So I actually, actually real quickly, what's this about a shark story? <laughs> All right, a little story time with Cecil now. I've actually I've forgotten to mention this on almost every cast for like the past four weeks. So yeah, okay. So I went to the dentist because I was having some pain in one of my teeth. All right. So I go to the dentist and I'm explaining because I'm about to be deployed out for like a month and a half, two months. And I was like, dude, I don't want to have a toothache while I'm out and about because I'm like, you know, that will suck horribly. Mm. So I go in there and they take x-rays and they're doing all this stuff and they're looking at him. The dentist comes in, looks at him and says, hey, you know what? You're cool. I don't see I don't see any infection. I don't see anything like that. You know, it, it's fine. You know, I don't see anything wrong there. You know, if, if it acts up, you know, let us know. We'll get it checked out. And, uh, you know, but no, I don't see any infection. You're good. You know, maybe your wisdom tooth is pushing on the root or something, but everything else looks fine. So I was like, all right, cool. Well, as he walks out, the dentist aide is there. And she's sitting there going, yeah, yeah, you should be good. Here's some Sensodyne stuff, blah, blah, blah. And she's looking at the x-ray and she says, yeah, you know, this could be it right here. And then she goes, but what's that? And I look and I said, what's what? She zooms in on a spot right above 
like uh, I don't know what the fuck it is. It's the one right behind the canines. It's not the molars, but it's the one in front of the molars. Bicuspids. Bicuspids. It's right above the bicuspids. And she goes, is that a tooth? I said, no, that can't be a tooth. So I look at the opposite side of my mouth in the x-ray, and there's one over there as well. So now I'm trying to negotiate. And I'm like, well, you remember the x-ray in the machine? It, it hit my, because uh, I, I usually keep my hair up in a bun. Yes, I have a man bun, so fuck you. I've had it for longer than man buns were in style. So I, I had my hair up in a bun, and as the x-ray thing went around, it hit my bun and shook my head a little. So I was like, well, maybe that's where my head shook. And she's like, no, you wouldn't have one on both sides if that were the case. So I went, well, that's odd. So she goes, hold on a second. So she runs to the other room, and I can hear the drill going. And she goes to the to the dentist. And she goes, can you come here for a second? It's important. So he goes, yeah, sure. So you hear the drill stop. So he was drilling in somebody's face. Stopped drilling. <laughs> comes back over and looks at this. And, you know, he's, I could tell from his eyes. He was agitated. Like, why are you bothering me? So he comes back and he's like, what? And she goes, what's that? She points at it. And his face goes from smiling and, and agitated to... What the hell is that? So I see this, and I immediately start getting a little panicky. And I'm like, so what is that? And he goes, it looks, no, no, that's a tooth. And then I point to the other side, and he goes, yep, yeah, that, that's, that's a tooth as well. And I looked at him, and I said, is that normal? And his face goes from, like, bewilderment and confusion to just the look of, are you a complete dumbass? And he just looks at me and goes, no. No, that's that's not normal. <laughs> so I looked at him. I'm looking at the x-ray. I look back at him and I say, so should I see if there's, should I go get tested for shark DNA or something? Or what should I do here? And he's like, ah, we're going to get you to a, to a dental, to an or, 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 or a orthodontic surgeon or a dental surgeon or whatever the hell like that thing's called. He's like, we're going to get you checked out to figure out what exactly is going on up there. I said, uh... So th- those are teeth. He's like, yeah. And he, I said, you're only supposed to get like two sets, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, and, and that's a third set. He goes, yeah. And he's just like, let's go get you checked out. Once you come back, we'll get it checked out. We'll figure out what the hell is going on up there. So he walks out. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, shit. So I, of course, first thing I do is I call up my mom. It's like, Mom, i got to ask you a serious question. She's like, yeah, she's like, what's up? And I said, did you have sex with a shark? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you're part conehead. And she goes, she, she, like, there was dead silence on the call. And she goes, what? I was like, uh, did you happen to have sex with a shark before I was born? She goes, no, I would remember that. And I said, and then I explained to her the story of what happened at the dentist. She goes, well, if it was going to happen to anybody, it'd be you. So I text my wife. (laughs) Oh, God. I I text my wife to let her know that, hey, I've got this weird thing going on. I've got to go to to an oral surgeon. Now, was it just two extra teeth or was you have an entire third set? Well, the only, he could only see because the x-ray actually stopped right at the top where those where he could see the tip of those teeth so he could only see the tip of those two teeth he couldn't see any more but that's because the x-ray stopped right there so there could be a hell of a lot more up there that nobody knows about 
You know, I, I actually could use, because mine are kind of broken from, uh, you know, abuse here. I could use an extra set of teeth. Well, right? here's, the be- here's the best part, okay? And, and if, if nothing else has made you laugh up until this point in time, this will probably make you laugh. So I text my wife, and I let her know, hey, this is going on. I've got this appointment for when I come back, so just a heads up. And there's a pause for probably five minutes before she responds back. And I'm just thinking, like, she's at work or something like that. You know, you know she, she's just busy at work. Not, not that she's at work. She's, she was at work, but I just figured she was busy at work. So she texted me back, and she goes, I just stopped laughing. And I texted back, why? And she said, because you just told your daughter last night she only gets one set of teeth and to take care of them. <laughs> and I literally I respond back to her how the fuck am I supposed to parent like this tell me how how do I parent like this and I literally did like the night before I was just telling my daughter hey you've got to take care of your teeth because after your baby teeth fall out you only get that one set and if you screw those up that's it you know, you're, you've screwed those up. You have to take care of your teeth. Brush, floss, rinse, all that shit. So literally, I texted my wife, and for five minutes, she was laughing because I had just told my daughter the night before that she only has one set of teeth and to take care of them. And here I am, a fucking mutant, with extra teeth grown in my face. Hey, Cecil, serious question for you. Shoot. Just how many twins did you eat in the womb? <laughs> Right? <laughs> it, it seems that it's at least one because I've got a whole bunch of extra shit from it. Including teeth. So I literally, I had to sit down my daughter. I, I waited a couple of days, but I finally sat down my daughter. and I said, look, I'm going to let you know this because I'm being honest with you. And I want to make sure that we start off every conversation on a good foot and you have a good trust for me. So I explained to her what happened. And she looked at me for a second and I said, you still have one set of teeth and you have to take care of them. Just because your dad is a mutant does not mean you get to eat a whole bunch of sweets and not brush your teeth. She just looked at me as, aww. Son of a bitch. It's either that or one of these days, like, remember the, um, uh, on the GameCube, the um, Eternal Darkness? Oh yeah, I remember that game. where eventually, like, you know, the people that were acting funny or they're possessed, that the the, uh, the kind of monster bursts from them, like the skeleton bursts out. Mm-hmm. It's either that or a whole new person is going to burst out of Cecil. Yeah, you're going to find, like, this... You're going to find this pile of Cecil skin, like, laying on the ground somewhere, and this really pink-looking, like, Zoidberg just molted his shell-looking <laughs> person. And he's just going to look at you and go... So... It seems that I have more in common with a shark than our blue shark 45 does. <laughs> no surprise. Oh, there. low blow. And, and I am still a ghoul. Yeah, yeah. He'll, as I say, I'm pretty sure that you drink vampire blood on a nightly well, basis. Well, Cecil, it's better to you know have more in common with a shark than, say, Smeagol. Oh, yeah, Smeagol. Ah, yes, my well, precious. Well, you know, I, I'm no longer part zombie because they cut out all the... Uh, the uh, necrotic tissue, so I'm okay now. Well, I'll, you don't know if there's going to be more. There, there could be more. Yeah, you could shh, still be a shh, lich. Shh, do not warn my snacks. <laughs> yeah, D, you could still be a lich. You never know it. First thing I'm going to do is bite my brother, Travis. Yeah, I'm curious, though, if you're, uh, 
if your teeth are actually going to start pushing down uh, like well, baby teeth do or get or like the adult teeth do to baby teeth and just you're going to start like they're going to wiggle out and you're going to get new teeth. Man, pretty there. soon. Pretty I just soon we're going to have one broke ass tooth fairy. <laughs> well, that's the, yeah. that's the thing that the dentist didn't know because I was complaining about and literally the pain that I was having was right at that spot where this the, they saw this extra tooth. So literally, I'm having pain right there from where this extra tooth is pushing down. Whiskey. Well, that's what I've just been doing. I've been self-medicating with a hell of a lot of whiskey. Well, actually, rum, specifically. I'll get the pliers and the hammer. <laughs> we'll I'll fix grab this a chisel. dental issue, and we won't charge you that much. Well, I Grab mean, that, a chisel, a hammer, just, and a pair of pliers. That just asks the question to me of, well, if I do fuck up this tooth and it gets, like, I have to get a, a tooth yanked, is another tooth going to grow behind it? I mean, am I, am I going to have another tooth just pop out of my face and be like, holy shit, I got another tooth? We can test, we can test with one side and see if it works. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm science-minded. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, why don't I just wait for myself to die and I'll just donate my body to science, and then they can figure D. that shit out. D. You can always be like my dad. Hmm, tooth going bad. Pliers, yank. <laughs> D, the next time uh, we're we're all together, all three of us, make sure there's moose shine. We can convince them then. <laughs> oh, that's so horrible. <laughs> Duct tape Cecil and start performing <laughs> dental surgery. <laughs> what tooth was it? <laughs> this one. But, but I'm okay. Oh, the not that thing. one. This one. Okay. Dude, no, no, not that I'm one. This one. Princess Bride thing though. How does it make you feel? Now remember, be honest, this is for posterity. Yeah. Why do I feel that this is not going to be the Princess Bride? This is going to be the hangover where you try to convince me that I can do my own dental surgery. Oh, God. (laughs) Where's my tooth? (laughs) Where's my third rim? My tooth. And God, one of my toes. Mm. Kurt did it. Bye, Steve. Oh Christ! That just when you say toes, that reminded me. Uh, I was I was cruising through Facebook, and a, a an old friend of Lori was talking about her breaking her little toe, and she had to take days off of work because of it. Really? Oh God! Yes. I'm pretty sure yes. one of mine are broken right now. Yep. Well, I was gonna say that's what I was like. I'm looking at. I'm reading. I worked through that shit. I'm thinking to myself, Christ! I think I broke my toe last week, and I still walked like eight miles. Deployed, I was walking around and tightening my boot because it was sore. Well, now I've got a, a, a fused joint in my ankle. I shattered my ankle I was walking around. Yeah. I mean, we've uh, broken course, toes in some of our cool. night scrimmages around Salem. Yeah, I remember I was over at, uh, I was over at Gurr's house. And I, was, uh, I went to go sit Indian style. And, like, you know how, like, your sock will sometimes come flopping off the front end, so you got like two or three inches of sock hanging off. Well, I went to go sit Indian style, and I pulled my foot underneath me, and that sock got caught on the carpet in my hand. So all of a sudden, my toe got caught bending backwards, my middle toe, you know, the one right next to the big toe. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That got caught, and I came down, squashing down, like literally just plopped down with all my weight on that toe, and it bent it right back and snapped it like a twig. And I remember I sat down and I went, I went, ah, shit. He goes, what? I said, "Ah, I broke my toe. And Gurr, thinking that I was joking, goes, no, you didn't. So I pull my foot up and I take my toe and I rotate it around in 360 degree. And he's like, oh, my God, you got to go to the hospital. I'm like, what are they going to do? Like, they're They're going to the other toe. Yeah. 
That, I, just said, I just said, go get me some electrical tape. I'll tape it to the big toe. I'll be fine. Oh, Cecil, do you remember our, our, our failed sword fight? <laughs> Which one? Oh, God. The Boakin fights. Yeah, oh. we're, 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 I had a cut open hand and you had a broken one. Yep, I remember that. I remember that. I could, oh, God. I, I couldn't make a fist for like a week the, and a half. The funny thing is like uh, about a week or two later, I come over and he's like, hey, want a Boakin fight? <laughs> <laughs> actually, <laughs> see, I did not learn my lesson. Actually, I'm, I'm pretty what sure. Surprise. I'm pretty sure that's the uh, that's the week that I learned to be a lefty. <laughs> and, and, and and the week he learned to use his feet was when he pulled himself up. Oh Christ, dude! You get... Actually, no, D, you weren't there when I had the sleepovers and I beat Scott Thompson with my toes, were you? No, no, I didn't. I didn't see that. Oh right my now. god, we were playing Mortal Kombat, and I was so stupid good at that game on Super Nintendo. Oh god, I, was I remember so stupid the, good at that game. Yeah, I remember I the days game. after school, going over to your place, plopping down on the couches, and you there like, oh, I'm going to play with my feet, give you guys a little bit of a chance. Oh, you're <laughs> such an arrogant asshole. I was. I was a super but arrogant was, answer. And, and but the he was worst an arrogant part is, asshole beating our asses with his feet. But here's was. the thing. I his beat... feet are like fucking midget hands. They're not even midget hands. His feet, his toes are longer than Rick's fingers. Let me tell well, you. Okay, okay. <laughs> They're so like gorilla hands. this straight. Cecil, you're part shark and you're part monkey. I am. Much. I am part yeah. shark and I'm part monkey. I actually, we, we, I used to, like, people would come over and we'd chill out and I would play because I was, I, I owned the game. So I literally, I would play it night and day. I got so stupid good at it that I was like, hey, you know what? I'll play with one hand. That way you guys have a chance. And then I was still kicking ass. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to play with my feet. That way you guys oh, really have a chance. And then I was still yours? beating people. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to stop playing this game. Didn't you blindfold yourself? And yes, I was just about to say that. Yep, he did. did it blindfolded a few and times beat and beat everybody. I he did. was just that that good at like the uh, combos, memorizing them and shit. I I had no life, and I literally I would just hear when they would take the jump, and I would just go into a barrage. And I remember it. I would just I would just sit there and zen out. I'd hear them like I'd I'd hear them throw a punch, so they'd hit me. I'd know that they were gonna. Bl- I know they were, they were gonna do a kick next or something like that. So I'd block, and then I'd go into a barrage again, and I would just wreck them. I was, I, I was, I had no business being as good as I was at that game. I really, I really yeah. Didn't I mean, this this that. is also a guy that could do some of his homework with his feet. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that, but that's only because my handwriting was as good. Yeah. With my feet as with my hands. I mean. I suck. Why at aren't you a anyways. doctor? That's how bad his handwriting is. <laughs> oh no, I, I I put doctors to shame. Like some of these nurses, when I used to work at the hospital, some of these nurses would look at my more handwriting like state and go, trooper what handwriting. The, hell is that? And the sad more... part is in high in high school, I was stuck always. You know, when you swatch, swapped your papers around to like help grade each other's. Oh so yeah. When he was cheating, I was was stuck trying to grade his papers. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Cecil, what the fuck is this? I I wrote like English was my second language. Chicken scratch. That's what we called it. No, 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 no. I actually had to consult an archaeologist and get a copy of the goddamn Rosetta Stone. For this guy. Yeah, wow. yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah with, uh, my handwriting is pretty atrocious. I'm like, Alrighty, so what's what's this monkey thing? Uh, that's a Z. <laughs> so, so <laughs> no, the monkey thing was an S. Yeah. The snake-looking oh, thing was an S. 
and the weird zigzag was a Z. Now, why yeah, there was, was a line dick. through the middle of it, I have no clue, but that's just how I wrote it. So, all right. <laughs> now, that, now that we've gone off on a complete tangent on, uh, on, on beating people with Mortal Kombat, um, got some questions from the, from the community here. Uh, Matt Man, I actually, I actually stole this. He put this in chat, and I was like, dude, that's a great yep. question to ask on the cast. So uh, we'll, we'll start with this one. Um, does gaming with friends help improve the enjoyability for you? I would say a resounding yes. I love playing multiplayer games a lot. Like, but I don't, I don't mean just like say, like, it's okay to do online if your friends are like distant, they don't live near you. But I really love that. On the, sitting there on the couch, either playing two-player, four-player, you, all your buds are right there. Yeah, that's, that's the best. All right, so resounding yes from D. What about you, Zyberblood? I'm, I'm a mix on it because I don't really do much online gaming with people. I'm more of the like solo campaign kind of person. That's where I find a lot of enjoyment. But if enough friends have it, I can find enjoyment playing with friends and like keeping in touch through chat while playing the game and like, you know, ragging on people. But yeah, I don't really do much online gaming to really see the benefit. All right. All right. What about you, Blue Shark? Hell Multiplayer. yeah. Multiplayer. Yeah? Yeah. It, I have the some of my mo- some of my best times playing video games are with friends. All right. All right. Any specific games that you can think of or just in general? Honestly, I have to say a game that I've probably played a lot together would be Destiny. And then in second place, and it's actually kind of surprising, is um, Battlefield 4. Oh, my God. I thought, oh, for, a second, you, I thought for a second you were going to say Battletoads. No. No. Oh. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I was actually about to say it myself. Yeah, Battlefield 4, we, we play that shit a lot. Like It's been out since I was in college at Hardline and Battlefield 1, and we just keep playing 4 over and over again. Dude, I love Battlefield 4, especially when they came out with the night missions. Oh, yes. Mm. Dude, I, I, I actually took a big hiatus from Battlefield 4. I haven't played that one yet. And then I jumped back into it, and I downloaded all the downloadable content because I had the season pass. I went premium or whatever the fuck it was called. And uh, I had the night missions. I jumped into a night mission. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Oh, they're great. Like, I mean, but you have to have the gear. You like have to have an infrared scope. And yeah. the way to piss people off, though, is to start playing with flares. Like, my buddy Z was in my squad, and he kept throwing flares. I'm like, damn it, man, I can't see them now. Like, you got to stop <laughs> throwing that shit. But um, I lo- what I really like about um, Battlefield 4 is uh, checking out the servers. Um, like, different servers have different, like, um, names or photos. So... One person actually said that they they get so pissed off about people using um, the uh, like stinger missiles for locking onto aircraft that they're uh-huh. like anybody who uses one will be banned, which is like it's a game mechanic. You need to just suck it up and deal with it, or whatever. Um, someone named their server Chuck Norris, um, and then yesterday my buddy found a um, a server where they uh, you can you can always make a photo for your server and uh it was a picture of all these hot attractive women's uh, asses and they all had different countries flags 
painting like America, China, Brazil, Germany, France. Yeah. It was pretty hot. I see your underpants. There was no underpants. There's always underpants. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my answer to that question is a semi-resounding yes. Um, I've had some great moments multiplayer, but honestly, it's it's weird because I can think back to some of the most fun moments I've had in gaming, and they've been like I was just, I was just thinking about this actually earlier today. The the game Borderlands when it came out, uh, it had split screen, and for most PlayStation Three games split screen wasn't even a thing like you didn't have split screen split screen was going the way of the wind uh but borderlands had split screen and i remember i was hanging out with uh, a buddy of mine cisco and he was just getting into gaming he wasn't like like truly hardcore into gaming but he you know he enjoyed playing and he'd hang out every now and then we'd just sit there and bullshit and i'd be playing a game and and he'd watch and we would just be bullshit about different stuff but once i got borderlands he, he jumped in and I can remember I had some of the most fun times just going through that game, you know, with him. Just just having fun, bullshitting the entire time, you know, laughing at stupid shit that happened in the game. Um, Aw, bitch. I mean, there's there's just been some really great moments in gaming. I mean, I can even go back as far as to, like, you know, Super Nintendo and Nintendo. And just sitting there side by side with the second player. Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart. I playing, love playing, playing multiplayer on that. Yeah, playing Mortal Kombat, Fuck playing all Rainbow these games. <laughs> I loved Rainbow Road. Fuck Out of like you. everybody, I no, loved no, Rainbow no, Road. No, 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 just fuck you. Super <laughs> Nintendo Rainbow Road was my jam. <laughs> I, I would say it depends on the sobriety there. <laughs> Now, see, the thing is, I've had so much fun in multiplayer games, but I've also had some really great social times with just single-player games. Because I can remember, um, God, I used to play so many games for PC, like like Another World, uh, Space Quest, um, you know, Seventh Guest, things like that. Just some really, really fun games. Yeah, Eleventh Hour. And, like, they're single-player games, but... They were fun to have somebody there with you trying to help you think oh, through God, puzzles. Oh, God, memories. Hmm. Memories Resident, of after school sitting Resident at that computer Evil? with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, I've had so many great times with a single-player game that so really brats. wasn't designed for multiplayer. And, and, and just that's comfortable to me. Job. Chair of death. Yes, I like the chair of death. Oh, Freaking, yeah, the, uh, that fucking thing would try to kill you. Like you'd sit in if you were if you didn't know how to sit in that chair, you would come out with a stab wound. Yes, fucking sitting at that computer eating sabrettes while you play uh, Seventh Guest or Eleventh Hour. Oh yeah, and then about an <laughs> hour and a half into it, and you're sitting there, you get the belly rumbles because those sabrettes are yep. bulldozing its way through your digestive tract. And then you're like, ah, oh, well, let's switch to cheeses and gallons of water. I used yep. to comfortably <laughs> sleep on that chair of death too. I was like the only one that could do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was uh, that was an awesome. Year. I just I've had so many really fun times. I wonder if Sabrettes was the reason I got banned from crapping at your house. No, no, because we didn't have Sabrettes that day. We had uh, we had like three packages of steak fries. <laughs> Probably a box <laughs> of Lucky Charms. <laughs> 
Uh, might have been Lucky Charms. I think it actually might have been Goldfish though, because I remember I had that like I always goldfish. had those Goldfish crackers up in my room. You you had like a, a gallon box of those. We always had the, like the bucket of steak fries. We'd oh, pour yeah. like we had the big bowls. We'd pour like an entire bowl of syrup. And what I mean by bowl of syrup, I mean the entire box per bowl. Yeah, and you couldn't keep bread in that house ever. Like bread was always gone. We were doing yeah. bread. But yeah, I just I, I would say a resounding yes. Back from you know single player games that you would just have people chill out, and I would watch people play too. Like we would trade off, you know, when one person would die, the next person would take over. It was the original Let's Play. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just I, I I think the the social aspect of video games is more so now than it was ever before. But honestly, like social gaming now just seems so much less. It just feels like so much less than. You know, back back when we were kids, and well, it was we two and four player when we were kids. But yeah, now I mean, it's a not on standing online. Yeah, but you know, there there was an element of there was an element of of like personal to it. Yeah, yeah. Back then, you could at least you could scream peep. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, like you, even there, you know, or you get pissed and you unplug their controller or some shit like that. <laughs> Nowadays, oh, yeah. I mean, you know how hard it is to strangle somebody with a wireless controller. I mean, <laughs> very challenging, very very challenging. It gets expensive. Those plane trips, you know, it's yeah, yeah you fly over there, unplug their controller, fly back. Yeah, I mean, before, yeah, while you're gone, I just plugged it back in. It's a charging like, cable. Like, you, you just strangle them with the charging cable. But I mean, before when you'd be like, "Ah, I fucked your mom," you you before you'd look over and be like, "Dude, you know I can punch you, right? You know I can literally punch you out." Yeah, we all got. Well, now, or, or you can look over and go, or, yeah, or you can look over and go, "Dude, you got shitty taste." Yeah, exactly. You're like, "Jeez, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that was a really bad plan on your part." Now I'm gonna call you daddy and hit you up for child support. <laughs> oh, Where's my lunch, Butterfoo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, nice. All right, so uh, Admiral Oreo. Actually, he was supposed to be on the show, but uh, he did not make it home in time. So I gotta, I gotta make fun of him for not making it on the show. But we get to ask his, we get to answer his question. Um, poop themed question. So uh, yeah, it's it's a poop themed question, which we love those poop themed questions on GNA. Shit. What What's the best mobile game to play while pooping? Ooh. And and I actually I specifically asked is he's referring to like a tapper game or is it something and he actually he actually said tapping game so what oh, uh, well, so I like tapping game okay tapping titans tap nice. titans yeah all right mean, what about I, you D um since it's tapping because my first one was a little little RPG called Bit Heroes but if it's a tapping game Mario Run is a lot of fun Mario Run okay I was gonna say Mario you, Run's nice you can't say Pornhub that doesn't count. <laughs> that's fapping, not tapping. Oh, let's right. say that. Let's say that, that. That's more than tapping. That's a good point there. Sorry about that. Sorry for the mix-up. What about you, Blue Shark? What What would you say is the best mobile game to play while pooping? What do you mean by a tapping game? I think Flappy Birds, Mario Run. Yeah, yeah. You know, something that you got to tap the screen a bunch for. You know, the whole mechanic of the game is to actually tap the screen. I'd have to say the most fun that I've ever had. Would um, I'm not playing it anymore. Is uh, Angry Birds? All right, I can definitely go with that. Right. It's not <laughs> really tapping; it's more swiping. But well, still, I mean, there is some tapping and swiping. I mean, it's close enough. I mean, I don't. Then I really don't play one because I mean, I can't really sh- sit on the can and play Pokemon Go. 
Um, <laughs> sure, well, you, you can, but it. you're <laughs> only yep. getting the water monsters. I got a squirtle. And then Clash Royale is, I mean, it's placement. I've caught a few wheezy on the throne. So it's coffin. I really don't. I guess you could. I guess you could say if it's exclusively tapping games, then I don't really play one on my phone. Yeah, when you narrow it down to tapping games, it does make it tough. Um, I, just as long as it's not a tough poop. Well, I mean, if it's tough poop, that means you tap even harder, uh, right? Oh, and then you're, you need then to that one leg, for that, that one. one leg starts bouncing, and you're like, oh god. <laughs> oh yeah, you start getting the sweats. You got to take your shirt yeah. off and everything. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And then you lift up. And then, like, you lift that one leg to start to pull off the sock because even your feet are starting to sweat, and then it starts to come out. And you start and putting you, your feet against the tub <laughs> and shit like that so you can really get a squat and you can bear down. Right? And that's and the moment you wish you had like, a squatty potty. Uh, South, Park, yeah. South Park, you just start going up as you... <laughs> well, I was going to say, there, if you never get down to tapper games, I think I've, uh, I've got to go with there's a He-Man tapping game out there. And that what? game is, uh, it's, it's actually, it's, it's silly fun. It really is a silly fun tapping game. I've played a bunch of tapper games. Uh, even the, uh, I think it's like a tapper RPG or like tapped RPG or something like that or tap heroes or something you know, like that. They could do, they could do a tapping game with Thundercats. They could. Well, I mean, the, the one with the, the more you tap, the more his sword grows. <laughs> wow. Are we back to Pornhub already? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pornhub games. So the He-Man one is super, it's, it's it's super simple, but it's it's an easy. It's a game where you can actually progress in, versus some of the other Tapper games where you just keep going and going and going, and you just you get more. Like as you level up, you get more. Well, in the He-Man game, you can do like a reset, where you reset back to beginning and you start from the beginning, but you keep all of the kind of enhancements. So all right, it makes that's it kind of easier like tap to Titans. progress forward. Yeah, so so like you get so far, and then you they call reset. it prestige. Yeah, it's like prestiging exactly. It's like prestiging, so you can get a little bit further each time, and and that's how you keep the game going. That's how you keep how you keep the game fresh. That game, I would say, uh, is is probably the best pooping game. Um, if not that, if we were going to skip away from tapping. Man, I would have to go with like Hearthstone or something, because Bit Heroes for me. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I've I've figured out that Hearthstone, a match against an AI opponent, lasts just long enough to the final wipe. Like the Marvel uh, puzzle uh, oh, game yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, one of those matches would last just about that long too. Yeah. Four picks, one word. If we're gonna go with a puzzle game. Oh, yeah, that's a great game. I used to yeah. poop to uh, Words with Friends also. I had to stop pooping to Words with Friends because every time I pooped with, every time I would start a game of Words with Friends, I would get frustrated that I didn't win by like, you know, just by a, a small margin. So I'd play another <laughs> game. And next thing you know, I'm taking an hour long shit. My legs have fallen asleep. <laughs> that and the other problem with that is the is it's harder to wipe dry. You know, when it's, when it's still nice and wet and just comes off. And, and so you're like, oh, oh, I need the baby wipes. Well, yeah. I mean, like when you've been sitting there so long and it started to dry and create dingleberries and you're like, You oh. start to consider installing a bidet. Yeah, now you've got to, <laughs> now you've got to leave the stall and hope nobody <laughs> walks in as you dampen some toilet paper and then run back into the stall. 
you, all while your pants are under. And that you've is got why the brown you butt the shield. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have a, a sink in the handicap stall. Well, I mean, you got yeah, enough room to do. spread out. I, I take the handicap stall anyways. Some of them do. Yeah, I always use the handicap well, bathroom at Target. I've, I've got to find the handicap ones that have a, a sink in it because the ones I go into, they're just bigger so I could roll a wheelchair in there or a shopping cart, which I normally do, or... Uh, you know, something of that nature. Before you I mean, wheel the wheelchair there, do you at least take the poor bastard out? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I leave him in there. Look, if he if he's if he's gonna be dumb enough to let me roll him around, he's gotta watch the poop face. That's what he's gotta do. That is now his crutch. That is his cross to bear. <laughs> That's an and archer this, move right there. That you is know totally an he's archer. He's gotta move. hand me that toilet paper too. Like when I'm sitting there and I'm ready, he's gotta pass that stuff. Oh, off. here's here's the I'd best hate to be part. Butler. Here's the best part about that theory. When you roll him at back out and there's someone coming in, you don't feel guilty about being in the handicap stall. Yeah, because there's a dude in there with a wheelchair. Yeah. And you're like, hey, this dude was in here with me. Was he pooping? No. I was pooping, but he was in here with me. He was screaming and yelling a lot, but he was in here with me. I think by the time you're done, they're going to just think that you were helping your retarded buddy because he's, he's going to be sitting there twitching and, and gasping and drooling. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. won't be able to bust you out. Especially that Wednesday after Taco Tuesday. Oh, yeah, that's bad smell right there. More like Taco Doomsday. Oh man, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure we've offended uh, any handicapped people now too. So and Mexicans. Oh yeah, Mexicans with the tacos. But hey, we love Mexicans and handicapped people mostly because oh they... delay. Delay. <laughs> <clears throat> oh shit. Well, this should be a new Olympic sport: handicapped jousting, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Still going to hell. Just a different circle. I, I don't even know. I don't even know where to go for, with that. By now, shark for me. Isn't, it's under construction. I mean, seriously, I'm pretty sure Satan just walked over to my door, was about to knock on it, and said, nah, nah, this dude's a little too raw for me. We need a deeper level for this one. Yeah, I got got to go back to the drawing board specifically for this dude right here. Oh, God. Well, that's the next event at Medieval Times. Well, Zyberblood, where can people find you at? Well, you can find me anywhere and everywhere at Zyberblood. That's Z-Y-B-E-R-B-L-O-O-D. But lately I'm hanging out just on our uh, GNA podcast uh, Discord or Twitter. I don't I don't really uh, do much for uh, streaming lately. Kind of can't decide on a game. That's all right. Shoot Sorry. me a, a, a um, Twitter post saying, hey, try this game. I might do it. Blue Shark, where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Blue Shark 45, or you can find me on the GNA Discord, um, which is also Blue Shark 45. D, if so, people were so inclined, where could they track you down? Well, besides the new 10th layer of hell, uh, they can find me at my website, microbrewgamers.com with a Z. Uh, they can find me, microbrewgamers, on Twitter, occasionally Twitch. Our GNA podcast, 
um, YouTube and um, yeah. Vid me. <laughs> and you can find them in the Walmart parking lot setting up uh, handicap jousting matches. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I've also been known to set up in the Walmart parking lot. Oh, shit. Well, I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me at Cecil versus Games on Twitter. Uh, you can find me in the Discord chat. Um, Cecil Xavier there. Uh, I'm also on Twitch, Cecil Xavier. Uh, I'm also on Mixer, Cecil Xavier, pretty much Cecil Xavier everywhere. But if you search me on Facebook, I'm not the uh, I'm not the Arab-looking guy in the camel pants. I'm the other guy. Look for the Van Gogh painting with the TARDIS. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Reviews Did on you iTunes. Say rate help or people. rape? No, no, rate. No, no. If you rape All us right. on iTunes, then we might enjoy it. Yes, but no, please rate. rate us on iTunes. We need more. Yes, ratings. rate us on iTunes. So uh, if you can, take a moment. Uh, reviews on iTunes help people find the show. Uh, you can also find us on Android with Google Play Music or Podcast Attic. We are also on Stitcher. We're also located on Stitcher now. So if you search GNA, don't put the last period on when you put GNA. Just do G.N.A. No period after that podcast and you'll find us. Uh, we you were can late that month. <laughs> That's kind yeah. of an odd one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why the fuck it does that. I'll, I'll probably fix it one day, but it won't be today. You can follow us on Twitter, at GNA Podcast, or join us in the Discord chat. See that pinned tweet. That's how you find us. We're also on Facebook. Search at GNA Podcast on Facebook. You can follow us there. We try to keep uh, any news going and any comments that we got going on. Um, we've started playing and hosting people on our Twitch feed www.twitch.tv forward slash GNA TwitchCast. Check us out. We have a GNA Xbox community as well now, too. If you search GNA without the periods, I believe, you will find us there, GNA Podcast. Join us. We're, uh, we're trying to build our Xbox side as well. And I am actually there, even though I've been a PS or Sony fanboy for however long now. I actually August. am on the Xbox side. August, buddy. I know. I know. It's going to come. It's going to come soon. Woo. Just like me. Oh, yeah, baby. All over your back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to leave trails. <laughs> we're we're oh. a proud member of the Ninja Pancake community, where you can find great shows like Geek Squash or Sweet Scope. Go check them I'm out on NinjaPancake.com. I'm just well not sure us. how proud of us they are. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, every episode we do, I'm like, are they going to kick us out this time? They might kick us out for this one. Black sheep. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Oh, oh black. We're, we're going much darker. We're than the that. we're the glazed sheep. Yeah, we're they're making a whole clan <laughs> to battle us. That's what they're doing. Glazed. Lloyd hasn't been around in a while. <laughs> <laughs> man, I gotta see if I can get that man on the show. That would be epic. <clears throat> uh, email us at GNA Podcast at GNA in your DNA, G- GNA in your DNA dot one with questions, comments, death threats. Whatever the hell you want, just email us. Tell me I'm wrong. God, I love it when people tell me I'm wrong. So email in. Tell me I've screwed something up. Love to hear from you. Just be sure to whisper it in the ear. Ah, don't whisper it. Yell it. Use a bullhorn. I want to hear it. I want to hear everything. Give us anything you get. Bite that ear. Bite it. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Uh, So don't forget to check us out. We've got plenty of places for for you to follow us at. Facebook, Twitter, uh, 
think we've even got a... Do we have a PS... Do we have a PlayStation community yet? Yes, we do. We do. Follow us on PlayStation, Xbox, <laughs> Facebook, wherever the fuck you can find us. Twitch, Mixer. We've got Mixer now, too. Patreon. Follow us there. Hope you've had I a good wonder, time. I almost wonder if, if, if where we can find us at would be more coherent when we're sober. <laughs> we can remember more. Uh, you awesome. know what? I am, I am three quarters of a bottle in of rum, and... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just happy that I'm actually closing the show with some coherency. Now, I probably feel like I'm saying this all nice and coherent, and probably what it sounds like is something equivalent to Ewok A dying whale? Well, I was going with Ewok and these, but I mean, if you want to go with dying whale, fucker. Somewhere between fucker, dying you dug whale her and Ewok and these. Just as long as you don't go Ozzy on us, man. Well, guys, hey. Thank you guys for joining me tonight, man. I had a great time. Hope you did too. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Night off. Have a great night. Catch you all later. <laughs> later. Microbrew Gamers signing off. like a shit company time.